Hello, everybody, and welcome to Spiritual Successor, a comedy video game design podcast where we take your lovely video game submissions from all over the internet and turn them into the next AAA video game titles. I am one of your hosts, Blake Rea, and I am joined by the apple of my eye, AJ Hart. AJ, what the fuck does apple of my eye mean? Because I'm—I'll be real with you—I was—I I thought about this for like the last twenty minutes. Um, not the last 20 minutes, but this morning when you and I were supposed to actually podcast, I was like, what the fuck is apple of my eye mean? Cause I, 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 I don't know. Is it romantic? Is it a friend thing? Is it like something that inspires me like a muse? Cause I'm really tired of getting this AJX Blake fan fiction from specifically our friends. So I, I can, do you know? I think it's something from the Bible. What? No. Yeah. Like dead ass. I'm pretty sure the apple of my eye comes from the Bible. Apple of my eye? But that doesn't make sense because the Bible's depiction of apples is like is a reference of sin. <gasps> AJ, you're going to be the thing that makes me sin. I am. How's it going? It's me, AJ, and I'm here to make you do sin. Blake, Sweet. I'm, I'm here to make you think about things carnally. carnally? I'm here to make you really oh. hungry. Oh, I'm here man. to make you hungry. I'm here to make you horny. I'm here oh, to shit. make you prideful, you handsome, talented son of a bitch. You're right, I'm here I am to make handsome, you greedy, you handsome, gre- you handsome, talented son of a bitch who deserves the world. I'm here to make you wrathful, you wrathful? dumb, stupid, horny <laughs> son of a bitch. I was lying about everything else. Don't you feel wrathful now? What? <laughs> no, it's just I like forgot I, the ones I haven't listed yet. Uh, um, but envy, I'm here to make you think uh, about the world and sin. Hold on, in hold on, I play. I played Dante's Inferno. It's lust, envy, greed, gluttony, uh, uh, whatever the term is for watching too much hentai. Um, and horny. Eating, hor- is it horny? Uh, what's the other one for eating too many bat calzones from the limited run series of the bat zoni? I, I peckish. Peck, peck it, Please peckish. don't make me think about the Batman calzone. <laughs> it's not a calzone. It's, it's a, a fucked calzone. up pizza. It, no, it's not a fucked up. Actually, kind of. It does. It does. Okay, look yeah. Like... We should probably do some lessons because some people weren't with us for the hour and a half before we started recording. Did, hello, audience. Did you know that during the hit movie, The Batman, they created a uh, Little Caesars pizza, air quotes, calzone, where they took the pizza... And they and if it had square corners, they would pinch those and fold them in to make a fucked up, horrible little wing. It looks and like somebody. Like, yeah, that's a calzone now. Have you have you ever like were flipping pancakes and it landed on one of the edges and just like that edge is fucked up now and squished in, but the rest of the pancake looks flat and fine. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. It was sort of more like a pizza that got dropped on the side of it. Anyway, please don't make me think about the about the Batman calzone. I, I my favorite thing about it is something you brought up because I one I'm a huge fan of this thing. It's like it's fucking eight dollars and you get an amazing like buttery, just delicious garlic half calzone, half like a bunch of flat pizza. It's not is that, half calzone. It's it is a pizza. half calzone. No, if you were it's to a break pizza this thing with down, fucked up corners. No, if you break this thing down into percentages, it's gonna ha- half of the the body of this thing is calzone and the other half is like the the flat. Wing you area. need a new prescription of glasses. Oh, thanks. That it is not half. <laughs> All right. Here, here. Viewer at home, type in Batman Calzone and you'll see the, the funny thing. You'll see what it looks like, what it looks like in all of the marketing material. 
And then the thing that AJ brought up is like <laughs> the majority of the photos on Google Images are, are just like just gross. <laughs> just like the they are thing. candid photos of the Batman calzone, and they are not very beautiful. <laughs> they're like just they're just sitting in pools of grease. Like the image of uh, what's it called? I just um, like how gray they are. Like <laughs> they there's look, not a single color in those boxes. <laughs> they look grayed out or like slightly green. Uh, fucking the daily report or whatever that the guy the kid that wears the suit and eats food he is holding one in his thumbnail and you could just see how it's coating the inside of that of that little caesar's pizza box and god does it make me hungry holy shit uh aj problems yeah i do yeah of course i have problems i run a video game design podcast speaking of video games aj what are you playing right now nothing i'm done with video games whoa uh that's 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 trouble because like no okay look i haven't i'll be honest i've not been doing my professional responsibility in playing games there's a game that i want to play very badly that just dropped called hi-fi rush Uh unfortunately i have not been near my computer for the last week and a half so i've not had the opportunity to play this game but it looks very charming and i Uh want to play it and hopefully i will have played it between now and the next recording maybe Uh uh-huh okay okay um what have you been playing i've been playing dead space the remaster or the re- remake holy fuck aj it's everything i'm so I've glad ever we can wanted. go back to this it's because you had the so... horrible callisto protocol incident and now <laughs> we have the other the other dead space remake dead space remake 2 <laughs> sorry aj you just <laughs> You butchered, you said Colosto Protocol, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, that's what it's called. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but no, you're right. You're totally right. Like, I, I I think I mentioned it in, like, a previous episode. Time's an illusion. Um, I had, like, a bad time with Callisto Protocol. I was so excited for it. I believe I... your quote was, worst game of 2022. <laughs> Uh, I, 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 it, it just put a bad taste in my mouth. It put it, like, yeah. I, I wanted... And I know, and I know why. I it is it is not um, a good game, and I can quantify it because I've played Dead Space, which is an amazing game. The okay, yeah, okay, that's, no, 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 that's a good metric for well, it. Well, no, this what's what's no what I think it's comparable to compare the two because they were both game directed by the same person, and they were both designed. Yeah, by they, the same they person. are both a video game that sits down and says, "What if we did more of Dead Space? Can we yes. rekindle Dead Space?" Yes. So Dead Space. The, the, the thing... problem is that Dead Space remake is allowed to say, "Hey guys, you remember Dead Space? Check it." out it's dead space okay Whereas no. when callisto protocol said hey you guys remember dead space check out bad dead space how about bad dead no it's it, it dead space has some of the best pacing i've ever felt in a video game and it also has this amazing feeling of not feeling like a video game save for a couple a couple things in it everything that happens in it is centered around your character's actual abilities as a person. So, like, the level design or the objectives is shit that an engineer actually needs to do, and it's not just, hey, you're some Joe Smo with, like, a soldier background, you're gonna get the generator started. It's like, no, you, they don't know how to fucking do that. So it makes the immersion of the game much more powerful than, hey, here's a guy who knows how to fly spaceships and knows how to deal with ships. This is him working in a subterranean lab structure. That doesn't work. That and they play to it like like you. It does. It it, it should work. Dead Space 
pacing is amazing the motivations are amazing the actual like how it how it communicates tells to be like hey this is you're going to see this weapon working before you get it you are going to then use that weapon and like having remembered watching that other person fight you saw that it didn't work for them so you are subconsciously trying it in a different way it motivates like like different play styles it motivates you to be smarter about your tactics and another thing that i fucking love about it is how it introduces enemies in each new environment as like oh here's a cool fucking scary moment with it and then you get to fight it and fighting it does not you do not feel powerful you do not feel in control it is a legitimate horror game and callisto protocol wanted to yeah, be a you horror can't game slug the zombies you i mean you can't punch them but it does barely anything like it, it it's tough it is tough but callisto protocol if you look at it from an action point it's good you know it's fun but it doesn't want to be an action game it is it wants to be that uh, claustrophobic horror game and it's just so it just it fails in that regard because it the, the it it's a great example of the mechanics not matching the tone of the atmosphere level design or story but dead space it just takes all of that and is like it knows exactly what it wants to be and it also does not gimmicky horror shit like a, a great example of this I, I know i'm going on a big tangent but i just I, you're I, I, going i'm yeah, i love I truly this how's it going everybody game. welcome to spiritual successor a, co- a video game design podcast <laughs> it's it, it, we're it's talking just... about the deep ins and outs of the video game. hey if we're gonna come up with games we got to talk about that we got to understand why the greats are great right um yeah but it, the thing that dead space also does is that the gimmicks are the the horror gimmicks in it are motivated. I, I, I'm not explaining that correctly. For example, let me let me lay a scene for you. There is a a room where you have to walk into a room, and there is a generator powering one of the doors. Uh, actually, powering the lights of the room. You need to okay. turn off the lights of the room to power the door to leave that room. So you need to consciously mm, but now put it's scarier. Yes, but you are the one that consciously made the decision to make it scarier because this is how you advance. Not oh my god, the room shakes and like the lights cut out. It's not jump scary. It's like you initiate the shit that is scary. And that's so cool because it's it adds to it makes it a horror video game, not a horror movie. And I feel like Callisto Protocol tries to be a horror movie because it's just playing things for you to watch, not something giving you actual tangible things to interact with it's it's fascinating to play these games so closely back to back because it's like it is weird it's so weird to see how this guy was a genius in making dead space and doing the design and doing like i mean of course it's not all him it is his team it is his like co-writer no it's him here's spiritual (laughs) successor we subscribe to the auteur theory and everything is one person's fault auteurs Uh, are the correct way to be thinking about all media duh uh, yeah you're right the real real edgar wright mindset i appreciate that i appreciate that but yes if at home please play it it's so fucking good it feels so good to come back to this game in a way that I wasn't expecting it. Um, I I love the horror. I mean, like it's cool. It just one last thing I'll say because I'm gu- I'm gushing about this game. Fuck. Um, it, it it I played that game when I was God 13, 14, something the first time around, and I played that through like a teenager's eyes. And now that I'm uh-huh. an adult, I'm playing it through like eyes that have you know 
uh, now you're playing it through game DM. designers' eyes because well, that now, too. That we're, now we're game designers and <laughs> you're we can right, understand you're right. how they're making it. You're There's right. really nothing that makes us different from whoever the fuck made Callisto Protocol. <laughs> It, it, it's just it's so cool to see a game like that and both and feel like legitimate fear both as like because like I, very rarely very rarely in my life do I feel fear um do do I feel scared of things that scared me as a kid and it's cool to play something as an adult that literally for the first time in I think years I want to stop playing the game because I'm actually so tense from playing the game. And Man, I love that. That sounds missed, so cool. You sound so brave and tough. I wish I was no longer afraid of things that scared me when I was a child. But unfortunately, <laughs> I do still get a little bit of a pit in my stomach when I look at Gyarados. Really? <laughs> I had a really bad nightmare about that stupid fish when I was a child. I fucking hate Gyarados. Do you, do you want to like? Gives me do you want to expel vibes. that? Do you want to expel that demon? Do you want to share it? I've I've gushed a little bit. Is it time for you to gush? Tell us tell us your life I story. I was a child and I was having a nightmare, so I went to my parents' bedroom. And unfortunately, when you are a child having nightmares, you see things in the dark. And when Ooh. I was trying to cross the hallway to get to my parents' room, I looked down the hallway, and a pile of clothes presumably looked like Gyarados's head. <laughs> And I thought, oh, no, Gyarados is going to fucking kill me. <laughs> and so I went to my parents' room, and I stayed in their bedroom that night because Gyarados couldn't get me under their covers. Did, anyway, did you, did your fuck dad, Gyarados. Did your dad, like, give your his classic dad thing of, like, hey, what's up? And you're like, Gyarados! And he's like, all right. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember my parents helping me. I remember getting in their bed and thinking... Cool, no more Gyarados. Anyway, <laughs> fuck Gyarados. How All my homies hate Gyarados. He's the worst. I hate him, and I wish I was cool and str- strong like you and wasn't scared of things that were- made me scared when I was little. How, how interesting. Like, you know, I don't think I've ever looked at what, a Pokemon. you weren't scared of any Pokemon? No, see, but that's that's the where I think you and fuck, I differ. I wish I like, was brave like you. No, 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 and this is like kind of ties back into why Dead Space still scares me is because there's an existential horror to it that I... Because I think I've shared with you, and I I know I've shared with you, and I think I've shared it on the on the show is like I my biggest fear is the loss of control, the of mm-hmm. my immediate person, and that's what this game is about. It's about you being killed and your body being taken from you. That's meanwhile, fuck horrible. it, I'll get blacked out for fun. Could you imagine a big scary fish with teeth? <laughs> no, that's so, fearing. So, no, that's so, scary. No, the things that fucking scared me, like Pokemon wise, were like the stories of how kids would become, like kids would become ghost Pokemon, because it's a similar thing of like your exist, your life was taken from you, and you have been assigned this new existence against your will, and that fucking scares me like even as an adult that scares me so i would think about that stuff and then i'd look at gyarados and i'm be like you're big you're a big sea snick (laughs) dog who do you think turned them into ghosts uh pokemon yeah the gyarados and the video games now uh for sure but you know i think i think we need to dial back can you can you explain to the audience what we do and and how they can submit to us 
Yeah, so we here at Spiritual Successor Games are a comedy video game design podcast where we take ideas from our audience, our user-generated audience ideas, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then we take them and we develop them and turn them into the next video game a AAA titles that are going to be on all of the game consoles and make us, Blake and AJ, lots and lots of money. <laughs> but we take those submissions from our users generated on Twitter.com, Reddit. And YouTube comments or Gmail, mm-hmm. and then you you submit you listener submit that to us, and we'll turn them into video games. God, you know what? And Blake's Chat- gonna show you kind of how it works right now. Uh, for before that, I just want to say like ever, you know how Chat GDP is taking over the world and answering questions and shit like that. We don't need it because no. we we have an audience for that. Our audience is the Chat GDP that just gives us gold every single week, like this one. This one comes to us on Twitter from Quill the Lotus, a beat 'em up style game, but you are the bad guys trying to stop the MCs. The first thing, I don't know if you ever played this game. I know I didn't, but I've listened to people talk about it a bunch, and it fascinates me. Have you ever heard of Perfect Dark? Yes, the 64 game. Yes, Perfect Dark 64. It had this really cool gimmick. Now, you know that's a first-person shooter and not an action game, Hold on, hold hold, hold, hold on. I'm I'm just going to explain a mechanic that I think we can play with with this game, just in a different genre and some other stink. Um, It had this, uh, this game mode where you and a friend could play through the campaign of Perfect Dark. One of you is the main character of Perfect Dark, while the other character is all of the mini-bosses or randomly selected enemies along the way, and you would need to fight each other. Um, very mu- very similar to, like, uh, Left 4 Dead's, like, one person plays the humans, another person plays the zombies mechanic. I want to What do- happens if you killed the hero? Did you get they, to become the main character then? I think that's... I don't know. I think the level would end. Um, but I love the idea that there is a hot swap going on. And this is where the stink would happen. Is that you and I are both playing this game. You are mm-hmm. playing the main hero. Let's use uh, River City Girls as like our, as our, as our, as our like palette. Like that that kind of side-scrolling. Yeah, game. a River City, City Runner type. A yes. Scott Pilgrim, the video game type. A exactly. CMNT type. Okay. Exactly. So you are our main hero and you're going around. You're beating things up. I am playing like every screen you come to. I am the mini boss of that screen, and I have a bunch of little cronies around me. I want to do some sort of Nidhogg-style game where you have to get to the end of the level by going right, or I need to get to the end of the level by going left. But there's this push and pull of, like, as you lose more, you become, like, maybe you get more abilities. Maybe you spawn as a tougher mini-boss. Maybe, uh, depending on what... So there's, like, this push and pull of, like, I'm constantly getting better with every defeat, Goku-style. You're getting better with every defeat, Goku uh, Vegeta-style. So we are just constantly doing this push and pull, and whoever can, like, beat the game um, first, or beat the level, wins. And I think it'd just be such a fun fucking game yes i love this now i love the idea of doing a nidhogg style for those that haven't played nidhogg you play as two little guys that are just trying to get past each other uh you're fencing four screens you're fencing Mm -hmm. and if you kill your opponent you're able to move on to the next screen uh i believe it's four screens on each side Mm -hmm. can i add one wrinkle from uh the scott pilgrim video game yes I, i i'm totally down 
So in the Scott Pilgrim video game, which is a River City Runner type game, you get to go, you can always move up and sometimes there will be like a little store on the up direction. <gasps> and this is where you'll get upgrades. Ooh. So what if we did something where it is like you can move left and right, but at any time you can go up and use the money that you've gotten from killing goons and bad guys oh, and turn that into upgrades my for your character. God, that's These so could funny. be different moves. These uh -huh. could be better stats. Uh -huh. Or even this could be a way for you to select what kind of goon you're going to spawn as next. Mm. Oh, okay. I love this. So it's like maybe maybe you have a phone booth, right? Like the two options are like you can stop by a food truck or a phone booth. And if mm -hmm. you go to the phone booth, <laughs> you get to call and summon it, and it's like you're calling in one of your friends. And this uh -huh. is going to be how you guarantee what backup you're going to spawn as if you are defeated. Here's but you have to use money to use the phone booth. Here's or the you could use money though. at the food truck to buy upgrades for your hero. Uh, okay, so one is okay. I like I like this. One is weapons, the other is like upgrades. Um, yes. Here's the wrink. Here's the wrinkle, though. Those stores are not available on every single screen. There, it'll be like the no, starting. There are food trucks, so they're no, constantly no, no. driving and parking. So no, no, no. Stick with me here, because I think what the game. I, well, I kind of like that because, like, it would be fun that if all of the levels, like, e did have, like, food trucks constantly, like, just going by in the background. Um, the the thing I want to play with here is just to just the real frustration of it is if not every screen had those upgrades, you would kind of be either at a random disadvantage or a random advantage. Yes. And then if you get to a screen that has those things parked there, you could potentially beat the shit out of the person trying to get to one of those things to prevent them from getting into it. So you have to fight your way to get those upgrades. You can't just like stop the gameplay and get those upgrades. Or is there a way to... The, the user face needs to be so simple because you don't want like the fight to stop for like 30 seconds. You want it to be like, hey... um, Actually, here it is. Here's I think this is it. Maybe you, maybe you see the timer for how long before a goon shows. Or like if you are the hero and mm -hmm. your competitor is the goon, you have a timer before you know the goons are, that his goon at least is going to show up. <laughs> Full so goon. I would have if I've cleared the cleared the board, I can rifle through the menus and decide what I want to buy for the. 15 or 10 seconds that it takes before your oh, goon shows before, up and before then you I have to advance again. to the next screen yeah so it's if like if your goon shows up in time then the phone then the the talk the food truck owner gets scared and locks up and will mm -hmm. won't sell again on that screen mm -hmm. um the phone booth can still be used. So how about this? You can only buy things when you are the when you are in the main character slot. So I yes. as the goon do not select what I spawn at or maybe I can that's the the no, the, the strategy is you can you can select yeah, the phone booth as, is used yeah. to select what goon you are going to spawn in as or perhaps just upgrade your goons I, in general. Well, no no, no you because also got to you also got to think about it this way is like you're going to die so you can just you could just be given like a little scroll wheel of like hey the goon is arriving in 3 seconds when the counter oh, goes yeah, down. Oh yeah, what goon do you want to spawn? Yeah, you just okay, like then you maybe just use your thumb. maybe the phone booth is used to call more goons if you are the goon. Oh. I want to propose this idea that the goon can upgrade over time. I'm just not yeah. certain whether that is by upgrading in numbers or upgrading some sort of like phone booth system. Maybe I think... it is numbers and the and the goon is able to use the phone booth or if you are the hero, mm -hmm. you use the phone booth to quote 
add more goons. Mm -hmm. And then the next time you're on the goon wave, your goons show up as four goons instead of three goons. Mm -hmm. But you've cost, you've used money. So now you can't buy a hot dog to upgrade Uh yourself with the food truck. Okay. So quick question for you. Is your, so say you're the main character. I'm the goon. I, as the goon, kill your character, and now I become the main hero of the story. I've taken the wheel, yes. and now I'm trying to go to the left left side of the um, of the map. Do I keep the same money I had as a character, or is it separate pools? Like, because it would be kind of cool that it's your it's your player pool. Yes. The player has okay. the money, not the characters. So I now that I'm the main character, I can interact with all the main character things, but I can't interact with like all of the little mini uh, all of like the goon, like I can't call goons, I can't call whatever. Um, yeah, you can't use environmental weapons. Mm-hmm. Uh you can't call goons or you do call goons. This is how Oh, I see the problem now. Yeah, yeah because you see, the goon, so it's, when it's, you are in control, how do you, or not when you have the back foot, how do you enhance yourself to get the upper hand again? I think it's – no, I think there's a simple way of doing this is the uh, – when you are the main character, you operate off of uh, two upgrades, your weapon and your abilities. So um, when you walk into a store, it'll show you like two weapons that you can buy that are always like randomly chosen. You can only go into the store Baseball, once Baseball, bat, screen. or skateboard. Yeah, and then you go to the food truck, which also has two upgrades randomly selected. You can only go to the food truck once per screen, and you and you can make that decision in a split second. It's like, oh, plus 5% speed. Oh, plus 10% strength. Shit like that, where it's like it's a split-second decision so the fight doesn't stop. How the goon okay. upgrades is that you go to a phone booth and, like, maybe – as you defeat like the hero or you defeat some of like the hero's croonies or whatever, you collect money that you can then oh well, that's I can just hide. That is the second you beat the hero, you become the hero now. You're no longer a, the goon. So should each group have their own goons with them? So like I am the bad guy that has my goons, you are the main hero with their with the power of friendship. So each screw so part of your upgrades is is you get an additional person that's part of your group. So it's like I is the go- so when you start the game, it's just you versus the bad guy. Um, okay. When you get to the next screen, you can choose to either get an upgrade or you can get another person added to your roster. Um, and that ro- that extra person will be with you for the rest of the game. They'll always spawn with you on every screen. They'll spawn with you when yes. you come in as the goon. They aren't with you all the time. They can still be beat. This is how we do the River that's, City. That, and that's how vibe. you get like, and that's how you get like money is by defeating you know like the the other your opponents <laughs> like croonies. Yes. Um, so if I've spent money at the phone booth while I'm the hero. I am committing to the idea that I don't get the health upgrade. But I do get the idea of next time I am beat, mm-hmm. I will get an extra goon with me. Or when yes. I am the goon, I will have an extra little guy yeah. with me. Yeah. I, I, yes, yes. And do we want to do a story with this? Or is it just you're given like Nidhogg style? I think it's just the you idea of a, a you... little River City push back, push forward. Mm-hmm. No real story mode. Okay. Now I want to throw an extra fucking wrench in this because I, okay. I, I love shit getting crazy this is a cool game and i want to now i want to make it chaos so do you remember halos infected where you shoot somebody and now they're part of your team if that person gets shot by somebody that's on the opposing team they are they would respawn as a good guy or or they would respawn as a zombie now you would i but you but there's that game mode where you can be constantly swapping sides so it's like red versus blue 
And the whole point of it is, is you want to kill the rest of the team to where they get absorbed by your team. But it's yes. constantly going back and forth. What if we did a game like that where this is like 4v4, all of your friends on a couch together and you're constantly swapping teams and you're constantly like you're you get the shit kicked out of you so like maybe okay so maybe when you uh, there's a way of playing this game where it's 1v1 and i think that's way less complicated but this is like every time you go to a screen one of you is nominated the hero of that screen for you to become the hero you need to kill that person or get to potentially have a chance to become the hero when you got when your team advances to the next screen does that make sense no, because here's the <laughs> okay, thing okay. is yeah. I think that the push and pull system that we built on with the idea of you can either upgrade yourself or increase the idea. Oh, of you yeah, that kind of goes goons, out the door. With, it would like, go out if, the door if it was multiplayer. That's true. That's true. I mean, OK, maybe there's just a maybe that's just a different mode. It's just like multiplayer madness mode where there's no upgrades, just brawl, no upgrade, just just fight. Um, I think that would be super fun because I just I miss those games that are just chaotic with you and your pals, you know, where it's just you're all looking at a screen like super brawl does brawl does this great. Like have we've all been there. We've looked at like a super smash like screen and it's like there's so many effects going on. There's that so I much just going on. Yeah. That I, that hey, you dog, can't keep you want to play of League fight. of Legends? Nah, I've seen what it does to people. <laughs> <laughs> they either become like really they either go really into it. Or they don't. I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that bit. I just I like the character designs. I just I'm not a MOBA guy. It's just it's just never really appealed to me. All right, AJ, give me a game. I I feel like I've brought I I did the intro. I did the pitch. I did some good quality game design. I talked about Dead Space. What the fuck are you bringing to the table today? I'm bringing my good friend. My dear friend, at Contenord says, a witch has turned you into a magical familiar. Now you must do whatever she says while somehow figuring out to, how to get back to normal. I love this game. And you know why? Because it's going to be two why? player. Because, ba- you know, like as a kid, did you ever do the thing of like, you ever like do the, the, the game of like, I, you owe me a favor. Now you got to be like my, my servant for a day and you got to do everything I say. Picture that, no. but you can what play are you that. What talking about? You've this never, is a thing no, you did to your friends? no, this is, this, this will resonate. I'm sure there are people in, in, in the audience where their synapses are firing being like, oh, I remember doing that. No, it's like, um, you did somebody a favor and they, or you did a dare or you did something and it's like, Hey, you gotta uh-huh. be, you gotta do everything I say for one day. Um, and it's always like the dumbest shit because nobody ever really listens to it. But like, I want to take that and gamify it. AJ, okay. I'm playing. I'm playing this lovely little game where I'm a, a I'm a little kitty cat. I'm a fat little kitty cat, and I want to go about my magical life. But I cannot, or, or I'm I'm I, I turn into a fat. I turn into Gibbs basically, and I want to try and get yeah, back to. Yeah, how's it going? I'm a witch. I've turned you into a cat. Shazabo. <laughs> now you're my little cat. Off brand, like that's that's like a, a Shazam toy you would see in uh, <laughs> on a, like a little street. Oh, you market. don't know about Shazabo, the superhero Shazabo. that turns people into animals. 
a, ma- a witch that ser- turns people into animals. A, a witch so, superhero. Okay. No, that's rad. So I'm the witch. I've turned mm-hmm. you into a cat, Shazabo. I'm you, going to boss you around. You have what to outline. What is the mechanics of which bossing happens? You have your phone and I have my phone. You need to outline what my quests are for that day. And I need to complete those quests to uh, gain experience or gain whatever to gain the ingredients to turn myself back into a human i want to do uh-huh. I, I i feel like we can expand that because i really want to lean into the idea of like aj hart you don't advance this game unless i say you do you don't get to p- see more of this story until i say you get to have more of this story and i feel like as a friend i would fuck with you hard if i knew you were if i if i blake Rea could take your game of fate go and be like aj you're only going to be able to play 30 minutes of that today i would i would make you have to take sips of this game you want to sink hours of your time into just because it's kind of fucked up and funny it's like haha okay you see what i'm saying you only get to see more because so much of the problem with sharing a good story with your friends these days is like i have a game you're right here's what it is is this is the solution to the fact that i want you to play devil may cry 5 okay i don't want you to play devil may cry 5 without me seeing it all without Uh, watching you do it what if you do something and what if you get to a boss fight and you and we do get to talk about it and you're like i didn't like that boss fight very much and i'm like well fuck you you didn't experience it correctly go back and do it again <laughs> you're proposing the idea of like i get to control the speed at which you play this game you're going yes. to want to play more because i've trickled it out to hey you. this is my like, favorite Rhea, boss I'm i want sorry you to experience you... it again yeah no i sorry I... oh blake you were playing metal gear rising revengeance and you didn't have the music on so you haven't memorized all the words to the <laughs> song for blade wolf go back <laughs> fight blade wolf again and when you can sing the song with me then you'll be allowed to go on to the next boss here's here okay let me throw another wrinkle at you what if because you you know how this you can also solve the problem about like you could have babysat me and made sure that i played through all of alan wake for you because yeah. i got <laughs> i got a good couple hours in and then expressed to you my issues with it and said i get it it ain't really for me and you as you i was courteously upsetty. were like fair enough <laughs> I was upset but on the like, inside. But like, what if you could have controlled <laughs> not just how much I played it, but how I enjoyed it to make sure I enjoyed it correctly? Oh, okay. So you brought up something very interesting. So this has gone beyond our phones now. So you know how you and I like link our our P- our PlayStations, so it's like you get access to some of my games, I get access to some of your games. D- hey, no, listener, Blake, don't tell us. We don't definitely that. don't do that, Sony. <laughs> Sony, Blake is talking about a bit. <laughs> what if like you whoever you do that with you now can influence their games like oh Blake's going through dead space but he hasn't finished like uh near automata yet like we gotta fucking fix that so it's like anytime I try and boot up <laughs> Sorry, anything Blake, you're not allowed to play any sci-fi game until you play near automata no no near no more dead space until you beat this one level no more dead space until you complete this game no more no more dead space until you get this achievement because you know what I you think... don't you don't really appreciate the game until you've 100 it you've gold trophied it <laughs> i understand you want to play dead space remake however i don't think that you've deserved it because i don't see the achievement for beating the original dead space on your console so why don't you go ahead and get back to original dead space and then you can play more dead space remake yeah <laughs> 
something I love about this is because it will not work like long term because here's the issue games get taken off like down like the store so like so like say no no say if you this game existed right before fucking um uh what's that the Hideo Kojima PT right before PT like got taken off the store and I give you the assignment AJ Hart I need you to get scared as shit I need you to experience this game. You're not allowed to play anything else until this, until you've beaten PT and I see the trophy for it. But it gets taken off the store. It's not like you can rescind these co- these commands. It's like they're 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 they're, they're magical words they're locked. But once yeah. cast, it's cast. So you can just like brick people's machines, or I can see you fucking with your um. I could see like a, a buddy of ours like that is really into Destiny being like, "Hey, uh, get your seasonals in Destiny Two done, or I'm bricking <laughs> no your machine." So- <laughs> <laughs> no one is allowed to play any games until they come through and finish their weeklies. Until they come through, finish their weeklies or they come through and do their raids with me or, or do raids with me just just shit like that to just to intercept your other people's fun i think is just a very it's not really a game it's just like i guess a feature uh like it's an a ability feature it's a yeah. program <laughs> a little ability we're proposing the familiar program and what i love about this is that everybody will get fun little depiction as, as cute little aminals mm-hmm. <laughs> blake why the fuck haven't you played near automata yet you know, I, I just because it hasn't, you haven't. Am I gonna have to sit you down Discord style and set up a weekly day where I play through Near Automata and you sit down riding shotgun with me in the Discord? Can I can I share something very funny with you? And this, yeah. I'm gonna be bearing my chest here a little bit. So I'm on Instagram. Uh, I'm a degenerate. Um, yeah. There's there's an. Are you really? I are you about to admit to me that you're going to be getting into Near Automata because of the pornography? Because of e girls, yeah, a little bit, a little bit, yeah. This this is ex- this is Yoko Taro's vision. This is exactly what he hoped for. Could play my game. There's hot women in it. I'm like, sure. You know I what? can assure you, this was exactly why your Yoko Taro made to be look like she does. <laughs> look like that TM, um, or make her dress do that TM when she uses her ultimate, or like gets super uh, yeah. Bad. It's a, it's what a self destruct feature in the game. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I just love how he just so confidently when asked about it was just like, oh, because I thought it was hot. Nice question. (laughs) Whatever. That brings up such an interesting thing of like, I think Helltaker also encapsulates that is like, if you, because I feel like so much of our media and rightfully so is like people do really dislike the over-sexualization of of certain characters, especially women characters. But like... I feel like there are games that come out where it's like the moment they are just completely honest and straightforward about it, people are just fucking jazzed about it. I, I, I it, it's just it's bizarre, right? Where it's like you'd think. I feel like I if don't think he beat it is around that the bizarre. Bush. I think the idea, like the idea of beating around the bush, is what makes it weird. Like mm. Kojima just like not admitting, oh, it's because I think that girls in bikini tops with big guns is sexy. Like if <laughs> he had like... just said that, we probably would have been like, okay, Kojima. Like, because here's the thing: is you can do this. Well, there is a way to be a scumbag about it, and that is, <laughs> I can point you to the World of Warcraft developers who have oh, yeah, gone on but... record defending it, and they. They sound yeah, like that... mega dirt, God. mega dirt bags. Are you talking about they that sound panel like the... where like the woman, the woman came up and it's like, hey, why don't you know, why don't you guys design your female characters to be a little bit more like 
not like that tm and they're like yes. well that's dumb and it's like oh yeah okay cool you're a piece of shit yeah they said something along the lines of like who doesn't want to see babes in bikini top like you can sound like a complete shut about these things <laughs> it is a talent that people have because a lot of people suck shit yeah, but it's but I'm the thing on the flip side. Where is the are... line, though? Like, because I feel like because <laughs> fundamentally, right. break, break it down. Yeah, break, fundamentally, break it down. It's two games that show like scantily clad women doing combat. Is it if neither of them I talked, mean, I think the game would the look big, the same? One of the big things is about player expression. Like this was their answer to why they will not allow players oh. to express themselves a different way. Oh, I think that's okay. something that were, like muddies up the discussion a little bit. Mm, okay, that's okay. You're right because it, it isn't fair to compare the two games because World of Warcraft is I think it like is a, no well. Well, well, think of it this way. I think it's more merit to be concerned over something like World of Warcraft versus something like Nier Automata, because World of Warcraft is you are crafting your own character and your own experiences in them. You want them to reflect your desires as a person. And if somebody is also, saying... World of Warcraft do- parades itself as like a high fantasy with realistic consequences, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and also like a, a diverse economy and and culture and like people with real opinions about things, and then smash cut to being like, yeah, you're just evil if you if you're like this. And I'm like, oh, that's great. Really love that classic fantasy bullshit. Um, Whereas in near Automata, you have the option of playing as girl in maid outfit or a boy in little boy shorts. <laughs> also, I, I, would you say it is different because? That is the the way their character design. Of course, it, really quickly, I just want to do take a break. Two white straight guys here just talking about this is just we're not the most. Informed. Yeah, this isn't funny. It, you're right. It isn't funny. It isn't funny. We should we should go back to designing some games and shit. Why don't we do what we know about <laughs> before before we step in something? Okay, <laughs> cut 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 any of this if 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 it, if it doesn't work. If it doesn't work. No, I think it's all fine. Okay. <laughs> all right. I'm going to give you another game, okay? AJ. Okay, hit me. It's been a little while since we've done, like, a movie to video game adaption. And with The Last of Us coming out, I think we need to, like, start... We need to get people interested in video games again. People are just too yeah, interested people... in TV. Like, they just... They, they heard of Last of people Us video games. People are so game. interested in TV tie-ins mm-hmm. for video games, but when's the last time you heard about a good video game tie-in to a movie? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So this one comes to us from Wife Girl Max at Max Get My Coat. Sorcerer's Apprentice. Remember the movie from 2010? Tie-in game where magic is basically just science, but you control it with your brain, causing fire by vibrating molecules so fast they invite. Stop evil ancient magicians in New York City. AJ. Was that the one that starred the guy that was the voice of Hiccup and Nicolas Cage? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. And he has like all the fancy rings and shit. Um. I remember so little about this, and that's why I feel I am the oh, ideal God. tie-in. I mean, it's it it had cool visuals. I remember the the VFX being pretty pretty bitching, and like I remember Nicolas Cage being fun, but everything else, I'm like I don't I don't remember. Is. is Sorceress Apprentice a book? Is it? I don't know, actually. No it's, no, it's a movie, Dinglehead. Well, no, no, no. Is it? Is it? Are we adapting? A, a, a movie that was based on a book into a video game which if we're doing that Aww. i love the idea of that <laughs> no yeah it was a book series i'm 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 thinking i i have the internet at my fingertips but i'm just gonna make this assumption so aj 
No, the, it's an original name movie named no. after a segment in Disney's non-consecutive film pair Fantasia. Oh, it's an original Disney movie based off of that. <laughs> is based loosely off of the Mickey Mouse sketch where Mickey Mouse made all the brooms dance. Okay, so it's based off of a segment in an, from another movie. That's Wait, hilarious. Does that mean that Nicholas that that Nicholas Cage is supposed to be the wizard in that skit? I don't fucking know. I don't. Know. I think I, I I know nothing. I know nothing about the Sorcerer's Apprentice. <laughs> he can't be because that would make no. Because the one in that is are you Merlin, saying Merlin are you saying Fantasia. Nicholas are you saying Nicholas Cage is uh the human version of Mickey Mouse? And that's why no, he's I'm in this movie? No, I'm saying that Nicolas Cage is the human version of Merlin, and uh, the dude who plays the voice of Hiccup is the Mickey Mouse. Is Mickey... Is Mickey Mouse. Okay. <laughs> this sucks, dude. <laughs> I'm, 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 what was the plot of this movie? Here's the thing. I don't remember I don't know. Some about bullshit about, like, him being, like, the, the, the a lost wizard, you know, d- understanding his lineage or something. Just to take any fucking standard fantasy story, and that's what it was. Uh, was it was it bloodline magic again? Yeah, I think it was bloodline magic of like, oh, you're the long lost descendant of. Um, and I think All that the was people it. People with good clean blood can have magic powers. Isn't that a fun trope that isn't <laughs> weird at all if you think about it under any fucking lens? No, you know how's how about this? The re- the other reason I I chose this is because you know what, AJ. You and I, we've been dealt a shitty hand. We've been dealt a real stinker of an IP. I know. I got dirty, bad blood with no magic in it. I know I was dealt (laughs) a bad hand. No, 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 (laughs) no. You and I have been dealt an IP, but you know what? I'm going to put a responsibility on us, AJ. Okay. There's another magic game coming out soon that people should not play. This is the game we are going to make in the vacuum to get people to not play that other magic game. You and okay. I are going to make. Sorcer- uh, I'm sorry, I discovered something very important about the cast of Source of uh, Sorcerer's Apprentice, and this is going to be important to my design document for the video game. We are keeping Ian McShane as the narrator, uncredited. Ian McShane? Who the fuck is that? You don't know Ian McShane? Who's Ian McShane? Captain Hook in Shrek the Third. Tai Lung in Kung Fu Panda, Blackbeard in Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides, Yo, Winston fucking Scott really? in John Wick. Yo, okay, okay, this guy, that guy fucking rules. Wait, hold on, wait, who, what, what character are they in Pirates of the Caribbean again? Blackbeard. Blackbeard. It, oh, it's in I the, was sorry. The I was... secret for, the secret fourth parts of the oh, Caribbean that tells only lies oh. that we don't talk about. Oh, sorry. I'm going to think about it for this one time just to remember that Ian McShane is in it. That's less anyway. cool because I, I, for some reason, I was picturing Barbosa, and I'm like Barbosa as the narrator. That no, not Barbosa. Oh, okay. But he has to talk like old timey piratey as the narrator. That's my one. Yeah, he, he's, he's the uncredited narrator, and he talks like a pirate because, as we all know, pirates are the first spell slingers. Fuck! Actually, wait a second. Because just... all treasure, all magic comes from treasure. How's it going? I've fucked, fuck sorcerer's uh... apprentice. I'm building my own magical. Uh, no, lore. no, no, AJ. This is like this is the this is a this takes place in the sorcerer's apprentice like world. We are playing the pirate great grandfather of the main character from the movie. So this is a prequel. So this still exists in the okay. sorcerer's apprentice world. But the I fuck AJ, you just you just nailed it of, of not only like as a game, but just like as a you 
sold me on a world in like one sentence. Magic is treasure. Like magic is like is the treasure that pirates are hunting for. That fucking yeah. rules. Is that from Thanks. One Piece? Uh, I stole it from Pirates of the Caribbean, where all of them are hunting for magic treasure. What the fuck? Come on, dude, read a book. Wait, no, it's, they're not hunting for magic treasure. They're hunting for, I mean, I guess what Let is... Let me just go through it. In the first one, they're hunting for the treasure pieces because, oh, it's magic treasure. Um, in the second one, what are they doing in the second one? They're trying to get the magic treasure that is the Captain David, the octopus man's heart. Uh, let's see. No, in the third, third one, one, they're still fighting over the magic treasure, aren't they? Uh, and the fourth one, they're looking for, <laughs> let me check the notes, Magic Treasure of the Fountain of Youth. Okay, that's fine. Hey, three out of three ain't bad. In the four, or four out of three, four out of four. Uh, let's see, in the fifth one, they're looking for, mm, yeah, I'm checking my notes again. It's more Magic Treasure, Blake. No, no, no. In the sense of, I, I'm talking about not necessarily a item that gives you an ability, but an item that gives you, like, a, a, access to a new spell. Like a new, a, a, or, it's not... It's not like a physical thing that can be traded off, but the moment you touch it, you gain that as an ability. I think that fucking rules because that... That would create a weird, crazy pirate arms race where they would just hand treasure around. No, they, they would... have to hold it to have the spell. In my no, no, fa- no, no, no. Picture, in my picture... fantastical magic world that I'm building, and I'm not letting you fuck this, <laughs> you have to hold the magic item in order to be magic. Okay, so this is the pirate version of Shaolin Showdown, then. <laughs> <laughs> I know that is kind of what the Pirates of the Caribbean series, isn't it? Because he definitely like kind of hands off and like gambles with that compass. You know, the magic compass that points him to uh, things that he wants. It's a Shaolin showdown device. <laughs> what are they? Dude. What are they called? The Shaolin pieces or something? I just, I just know they all come together. Shen Gong Wu. Come on, it contains. <laughs> Blake, stop doing half references. Remember, (laughs) why don't you remember all the same garbage things I do? What? Do you have good things in your brain? Things that you need for what? Work? Job? To be taken taken seriously in a professional setting? I remember Sorcerer's Apprentice cast and Shaolin pieces. I remember two things about Shaolin Showdown, I, or three things. They would have to scream Shaolin Showdown if two of them touched a piece at the same uh-huh. time. Um, you, uh, the the uh, the 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 woman that was started as a ghost became a really hot lady, um, and then all of the pieces connected together to become like a giant like d- like totem monster thing that had like yeah. all of the abilities. It was sick as hell. Fucking rules. Okay, so AJ, Man, take a- you're so lucky. I wish that was all I remembered from the series. I remember so much about Shaolin Showdown, and I'm sick of it. I'm sick of really? all of my I bad, fucking- dumb knowledge. Dude, Shaolin Showdown, like, I mean, of all the shows to remember from, like, the WB Kids era, like, that's a pretty good one. Like, that, like, Jackie Chan Adventures, um... What was the other one? Uh, like Teen Titans era. Like that, that was a good but time. Ugly for Martians. Cartoons. Yeah, it was a good time for cartoons <laughs> back then. <laughs> okay, so are is Cubics? Ah, there... oh, man, Cubics. I don't remember. I don't fucking remember that one. So coming back to this, this Sorcerer's Apprentice game, is it? Does it play kind of like an open world Assassin's Creed Black Flag? But you are a pi- <laughs> wait. No, no. What was the actual submission? We can't uh, <laughs> just destroy all of it because I made a stupid pirate joke. And, and, and no, that's the whole. That's the whole we point. We can't this- destroy the entire <laughs> submission over Ian McShane, who was uncredited. I can't stress that okay. enough. Okay, here, here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Here's the original submission, and I'm gonna adapt it to work to your pirate story. 
Um, a Sorcerer's Apprentice tie-in game where magic is basically just science, but you control uh-huh. it with your brain, causing, i.e., causing fire. That's the opposite by, of what vibrating. we created with no, no, no. McShane. V- vibrating molecules so fast they ignite. Stop evil magicians in New York City. One, this is New York City 18-whatever, because I, I believe New York City existed and pirates were still a thing. So It actually wasn't New York City. They just had to call it York back then. <laughs> So <laughs> that's not York. working for us. <laughs> um, n- no, I love the idea of this because the treasure that your person that you're the you're an alchemist pirate. You are collected in somewhere in the treasure are things that you are adding to your alchemist belt that give you new abilities and new quote magic. But that it turns out they're are just, they just like cheat sheets scribbled no, into them no these are pieces forgotten by da vinci you fool like these are these oh, are like the lost okay. re- these are the lost relics of da vinci who was a famed like scientist who made such famed good world shit. traveler da vinci famous world f- traveler da vinci um lost all of his all of his like building and relics and stuff and they got turned dog, they- he had some fucking dog shit designs in that what book ta- what are you talking about are you, you ever are- seen the fa- the weird sky drill yeah, it's cool as fuck. It's the it's like his first rendition of a helicopter. It rules. Does it work? No. Doesn't sound very cool to Quick, me. Quick, ask me how how any of his things worked. They didn't, which was the funniest thing. As people, they were all like prototypes that ne- didn't. Re- Actually, no. I think he made like a a bow, uh, like a, a ballista, like a like a an easy to load ballista that I think worked. But I don't know. hell yeah. Hey Blake. Um, yeah, what's up, buddy? I'm so sorry. I've let Ian McShane go from the product or uh-huh. project, and I can't get a producer to sign off on it without Ian McShane. I okay. don't think this one's going to be the nug this week, which okay. we need to decide on a stat. Is I'm nug... so sorry. Ian McShane walked the second, <laughs> the second you tried to put it in New York City. Ian he McShane said, was out. He said no more period. He said no more period pieces and no more New York City. No, sorry. Yeah. He said no more York City um, picture. <laughs> no more York City uh, video games. But, but real, real quick question, audience yeah. member, would you play this in place of the other, spe- uh, the other sorcerer game going out? Like that's that's all I want. That's all I want out of this game. It it might not be a good sorcerer's apprentice tie-in, but I want to stick it to that game really Yo, if badly. If you want to play a cool magic game, this check out uh, Weird Magic West. the Gathering. Oh, weird! Oh, dude, Weird West. That game fucking rules. It looks that so cool. That game looks cool. cool as fuck. It looks so fucking cool, actually. Um, AJ, you should totally play. Uh, um, uh, oh God, what is it called? Malifo. Malifo. You should play Malifo. Malifo is like a tabletop war game where you're all just like spell slinging like cowboys. It fucking. It's so cool. Um, yes, but a nug. Which one do you feel is our nug? Uh, is, what is was it, going- it? It was policing your friends, or yes. what was the first game we made? It's probably going to be that one. We did like the Nidhogg style fighting game, which I think. Ah, oh, right, the River City Pushers game. Yeah, River City. <laughs> we should make an offshoot title of. So it's like something city, blank. Like adjective city now. Is this attached to the River City IP no, in general? Like, are we no, gonna have we the River City no, girls and stuff? No, we. I mean, we should like lean into our own shit. I'm tired of like. I feel like we've been the past couple games. We've just kind of been doing our own offshoots of like existing IPs. I will. Let's fucking okay. let's like create our own thing. You know. So the idea it is. I mean, let's. 
I mean, it is just like aesthetically River well, City Girls. I'm just gonna reach. Like... I'm gonna reach into my history, and I'm gonna say that we're gonna put set this in the Pacific Northwest along the Ooh. Columbia River. Ooh. So Columbia River. You want to pick a verb? Uh, Columbia River uh, brawlers, runners. Columbia River runners, river runners. Columbia River runners. Uh huh. I like that. I like that. Uh, I, I think that's actually name of a water park. Now that I think about it, R- wild. Wild, no, it's Wild Rivers. AJ, bring wild me back. Wild Rivers I, is the name of a water park. We're picking a game for our video game, or a name for our video uh, game. Okay, Fuck, sorry, I, 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 dis- I disappeared a little bit there. I, I, I got all nostalgic. Did you know there was this amazing ride at, uh, at Wild Columbia Rivers? Columbia River Riders is going to be the name <laughs> of our video game this week, and that's a wrap on that. I'm going to go ahead and run us in the patch notes now. You ready to go, Blake? <laughs> Sure, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) You know, check out our Twitter. Thank you all so much. The intro and outro of our show is Cheap Shop by Anna Monaguchi, an excellent song from an excellent band for an excellent game. I have been one of your hosts, AJ Hart. And I have been your other host, Blake Rea. The links to all of our socials are in the comments below. This has been Spiritual Successor, and these are cool games. That should not be made. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.